0: Have you ever wondered about life's biggest questions like why am i here what happens when we die or what else is out there well we have And we love to talk about it. And if you're listening, we think you probably do too. I'm Robin. And
1: I'm Karen. And we've spent our lives searching for those answers. And we're seekers just like
0: you. We'll be talking to some of the most fascinating spiritual teachers, healers, and scientists. And showing you how you can use some of their spiritual practices for yourself.
1: We'll also be sharing stories of other seekers to motivate you to live your fullest
0: life. And we'll be translating it all so the spiritual stuff won't feel so out there.
1: So if you're curious, get ready to rediscover why we're here together.
0: COVID truly changed Danielle Yuck's life. Not only did she test positive for the virus at the very beginning of quarantine, but she went on to have an awakening that revealed answers about life that she'd always been searching for as well as spiritual gifts that she never fully realized. She connected with her soul's plan, which is to use this newly found spiritual gift as an intuitive medium to help heal and guide others to their divine potential.
1: Danielle will be sharing her secret story with all of us and then showing us her gifts in action. She gave Robin a reading a few weeks ago, so I'm sure that'll come up. And she'll be giving me a reading today for all of you to hear. I'm sure there'll be a lot to discuss and we can't wait.
2: Hi, Danny! Hi Danny, so great to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Glad to be here. Tell us about what COVID means to you. Leading up to COVID, that was pretty much the turning point in my spiritual evolution. I always felt like I was different. I always kind of beat to my own drummer. I kind of operated at a different frequency, not necessarily higher or lower, just different than everybody. And I never really understood it. And in my younger years, I would see things here, things, you know, whatever. And then I kind of pushed that all aside because it wasn't normal and how old were you very little like r- my, one of my first memories is seeing like flashes or shadows or figures always feeling like there was Someone watching me always. Like I always felt like there was someone around me, someone watching me. And I had a really tumultuous childhood. So I feel like now looking back, those are my guardian angels watching me always and protecting me. And possibly I think my our, our Michael has been with me since the very beginning. So now looking back, I, I was scared of them back then. But now looking back, I know that they were protecting me and guiding me. And then I kind of pushed it all away. In my 20s, I kind of turned a different path and I resorted to drugs and alcohol to mute some of it to kind of like bring put it, put it away because it was uncomfortable or I maybe was seeking higher power. I was trying to go somewhere with the drugs and alcohol and it, was, it wasn't the right call and I was able to get myself out of that and then in my 30s I wanted just to be normal. So I got married, I had kids, I, had, I have a career, I'm an interior designer and happy, generally happy but I hit 40 and I realized I wasn't actually happy. There was more to this life. And I sought out mediums and psychics and, you know, meditation and went to retreats and all these things. And last year, I was 41 We went to Miraval in Arizona right before the shit hit the fan. And it was like February and we did a ton of opening stuff. I mean, I met with a ton of psychics and mediums and healers and came home in February, not knowing what was going to happen next. And in March, as you know, the world's turned upside down. And we got COVID, I think we were like one of the first people anybody knew, or we we knew certainly, my husband, me, my three kids, all of us. So we're in this shutdown phase. Quarantined, I posted on Facebook because I didn't know what else to do really other than just to spread the message that we were okay. We were getting COVID and we were okay because I wanted to tell the world that it, you can get this and survive. What I decided was all right, I'm stuck at home. I, I am sick. I wasn't sick, sick, but I, I didn't feel well. So what am I going to do? So I woke up every day at five in the morning and I just sat there and I just meditated for hours and hours. And I mean, I did visualization, I did these apps, I did all this stuff. And I started to hear and see things and uh, and all this, it was just like really out of nowhere. And then there's a lot that's evolved since then, but that was really the first point that COVID was really the turning point for me to launch my,
0: my understanding,
2: my understanding of really what's going on.
0: What came through? Like what were you seeing and did it scare you? Very much. It scared me.
2: First it was my deceased loved ones because I think now what I understand is that was the most comfortable for me. Cause I had actually through other mediums, like Lisa Nitskin spoken to and heard from a lot of my deceased loved ones. So that was comfortable. So they came through first and were giving me messages to give to my family that I did not know, like things that I would not have known. And I was just like, right, writing, 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 my tool was to write it all down. And I just started calling my family members and telling them these things. And it was, they were like, what how do you know that? What is going on? So it was this whole experience. No, but my family members were kind of a little freaked out. They were reluctant to believe me. But when then when I would tell them validating things, then they were like, oh, okay. And at that point I needed the validation because I was like,
0: I think I'm going crazy. Um well that's what I'm I think I think most people would. I mean, we believe me, we've experienced some of this too. So I right. it like especially when it all comes at once. Well, I was seeing things, I was hearing things, and
2: I was feeling things. I wasn't smelling things, you know, anything like that. But I was definitely in this sensory, like, it was all happening at once. So I called Lisa Nitskin, because I know her well, and in the media world also, she's a friend. And I was like, Lisa, I think I'm going crazy. You tell, I know this is your world. Tell me what's going on. So she completely talked me off the ledge. She talked to me about everything, where I was going through and explained everything. It made it a lot more sense. She actually put it into a very structured way. And then shockingly, she was just starting her first, I think her first Zoom class on Media 101. And I, it was like the next day. So I signed up and it was really, really a transformative experience. This was in, I think, April, maybe May around then. And yeah, and that was... It was the first part of this journey.
0: And so then when did you, so you went from deceased loved ones to then seeing what? It's interesting. Cause I, I kind of
2: like go anywhere really. I mean, I, I deceased loved ones. And then I, I connect with angels a lot, all the archangels. Definitely People's Guardian Angels when I do readings. Ascended Masters. Th- this one sounds a little crazy, even crazy to say out loud, but I was like talking to Jesus. That was a big one for me because I'm I'm not religious by any means. I was raised half and half in the Judeo-Christian world. So for me, this it was uncomfortable to like talk to Jesus. I don't know why. I felt very religious. What it really was to me was this Christ consciousness that I continually work with daily. Mother Mary, I mean, all these like figures that I just, knew about, but never really understood their deep spiritual connection. And then I was talking to these masters like Bob Marley and John Lennon and all these people. And there were, it was... Unbelievable! I, I was, and I, and I wanted more and more and more and more, you know, that feeling you're just like, when you have this awakening, I just felt like this is it. This is everything. This is what it's all about. This is what I've been searching for my entire life. And I just couldn't get enough. Danny, Can I
1: just stop you for a second? So, because I'm just thinking about all the people who are listening to this and just trying to understand how this all kind of transpired. How did you let yourself get to that place from, maybe being a little bit nervous about that to really going all the way to trusting that you were seeing ascended masters and Jesus. And how did
2: you intrinsically know that you yeah. was experiencing? It's I think I skipped a step there because when I was sick and I, looking back, I was sick. And at the time I didn't understand that I like, I was just tired, but I, I think it brought me down the sickness, the COVID, it kind of helped me slow down and open and, I, I, this is so weird, but I do feel like that COVID kind of shifted something for me. Like I was able to like, I don't know. I don't know. Something, something clicked, something shifted. And I also, I think I was in a place where I was just kind of like, fuck it. I mean, who, 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 yeah, maybe I am hearing Jesus. Maybe I, I mean, the world is literally upside down and nothing makes sense anymore. Why can't this make sense? And I, I think it just, and I was seeing things, things that were so real. If I had this feeling, too. I think that was the biggest thing. This feeling of love that I've never, ever, ever felt before where I, it was undeniable. It was divine.
0: And were you see, like, and we talk about Claire's, like, and I don't yeah. know that everybody listening knows all the Claire's, but were you seeing them? Were you hearing? Like, I think, I think we've talked before. I think you have, you, you have multiple clairs that are done. Yeah.
2: Seeing and hearing definitely were the first, were the, the most prominent and feeling too. Like I've always felt, I've been, you know, I can feel spirit. I've always felt that in the past, you know, when you feel the chills, like that was definitely something I always connected with. But this, I was actually, I wasn't seeing things like out in the you know, real things. It was in my mind's eye. For me, how I see is I, I get pop-ups. Like I'll get like a cross. I'll see them in my mind's eye across. That's Christ consciousness.
0: Let's talk about Christ consciousness for a second, because I love what you said about not being super religious. And, mm-hmm. but yet that was what you were thinking of at first. How would you define Christ consciousness for people who really haven't heard that term? What that? is to me is pure
2: divine love, pure divine essence. It has nothing to do for me with religion in any sort of way, but it really, the minute I see that I get a cross, I get this like cross. I I just feel, I feel filled with love immediately. And to me, that's what that means. And, and, and I get that when I do my readings with a lot of people, sometimes it's uncomfortable to say Christ consciousness. So I, I try to dance around it and say what I just said, Let like those, those feelings. Can wow. you talk
1: about the angels too for a second? What does that experience feel like to you? And And as a person who didn't necessarily know about the angels, how did you know which ones there were coming to you?
2: For me, the angels are the least scary part or were the least scary part of this entire thing. They are to me still to this day just soft and gentle in their energy. The angels are definitely my my deepest guys. I did seek out a lot of people when I started having these experiences. So not just Lisa, but I have a couple other mentors. One mentor, she's wonderful. She told me, I, I said, I think I'm seeing angels. I feel I feel the angels. And she said, Can you describe them? I Went back into my meditation, whatever, and I and I wanted to see the angel, and immediately what I saw was these big, beautiful blue eyes. And to me, he called and he called himself Michael. So for me, I would then see his blue eyes and see, hear his name. Every time I would connect, I would question a lot. I I would sit there and say, is this, you know, am I making this up? Is this my mind? Is this my ego? Is this spirit? And I still do that, you know, I'm human, but I, 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 the more I practice, the more I just accept and
0: understand. Now that you are having these connections, why are we here? Has that come through for you in terms of like, what is life? about yes
2: that's exactly why i believe that i had this awakening i was asking the questions why am i here what i've come to understand why i'm personally here is you can call it whatever you want to call it but i i believe i'm a, a way shower a light worker starseed whatever it is i i was put here on this planet. i've been told many times to share the light to spread the light to give to as many people as possible, the gifts of the light. That's my purpose. Humanity's purpose, what I've gotten from my guides is in this time and space, right here, right now, we're here to shift the consciousness. We're here to evolve into it. We're ascending, we're in the ascension process. And we all decided to be here
0: at this time for this reason, whether we know it or not. I agree. And, and, and I think we've, between the three of us, we've talked to enough people, whether or not we've heard that, we've talked about people who've also heard that. Right. So it's definitely on purpose. We talked about deceased club funds and I know that's that's angels, but like, what do you feel like there is like, whether it's a hierarchy or groups that you've seen that come through? Definitely. I feel like, deceased loved ones are easier to tap into.
2: I don't know. They're a little bit lower. I feel like how I, I, most people work like this, I'm sure, but I have to raise my vibration and they have to lower their vibration. And for me, the first step was deceased loved ones, the human you know realm that has passed. I don't say this in like a, I'm better, but I, 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 but I go much higher in my, my experience. So like I can, but when I What I do is I tap into angels, ascended masters, and then lately, and this is new for me, but the Galactic Federation has been connecting with me. That's another layer of it. That's that's new for me. <laughs> so Let's I just, talk about, wait, what is the Galactic Federation? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> it? it sounds like Star Trek. This one's a little weird for me. I, you spoke about aliens earlier. I am definitely, um, this is uncomfortable. I don't know why it's uncomfortable to talk about, but I'm definitely being visited by extraterrestrials in my meditations. And recently, the Galactic Federation is extremely loud in their communication with me. And I feel like I just have to go straight through and just connect with them when I do my meditation. And to me, what they are is a team of light that is right now in this time, it always has been, but right now in particular, shedding extraordinary amounts of light on our planet. And the people that are awake and the people that are open to receive are receiving this light, receiving these messages. And it's like, I feel like right now the veil is so thin. In, and then anybody that wants to wake up probably can. And I feel that for me, I'm, I'm connecting with them and they're just getting, they just download messages to me. Like that's my biggest source for information right now.
1: Are you writing this down, Danny? Like- I am writing
2: it down, yeah. Okay, so you medit-
1: meditate. The, do you, How long do you typically meditate
2: for? Curious. Not that off. I'm not that long way. So probably a good 20 minutes. Well, I like to do two different meditations. So I like to do like a mindfulness meditation first, like a mantra or somewhere where I don't connect. I, I try to just go inward. Then after
0: that is when I connect, I go upward
2: and then I connect. And that's a different meditation for me.
0: So for something like that, with those Galactic Federation, did they actually use those words is that how
2: yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are like me right now I'm over all this doubt I'm over all this I mean the world everything is so changed it's changed so much that for me nothing's impossible I feel like am I really if I'm hearing it yeah I'm hearing it
1: you are saying now that you're comfortable doing greetings I know that that's hasn't been your typical day job. So can you talk about like the before and after and, and kind of where you think you're headed with this gift that you have?
2: So I'm an interior designer and I'm firm here in Highland Park and we're very busy, <laughs> busier than we ever have been, which is unbelievable because the people want to be in their homes and they want to, you know, do what they do. I have no idea where I'm going with this, to be honest. I, again, will let them divinely guide me in this. I do feel like there's a synergy with what I do as my career and this new path that I'm on. I do, I think we already do that in our business. We're interior designers. So I feel like there's an intuitive piece to everything that we do. The other thing, I do feel like this is now just my lifestyle. And so I kind of just live it and I live it in everything I do now, raising kids, being a just a human on this planet. So I feel like that right now is my... And then giving back with my readings. For me, I
0: feel like it's a give back because I'm letting people understand. And I know when we talked before, you are able to actually do something called remote viewing. Yeah. Which some people may not understand what that is. Can you talk about that for a sec?
2: Yeah. And that's one of the first gifts that I actually remember having, even as a young child. So what what I can do, and I didn't know what it was called until very recently, you know, for the past year, for instance, I do all my readings on, via Zoom because of what's going on. And I, when I'm in their space and I'm talking to them, I, I see just a room like I see, but then I can, I can close my eyes. And when I go in intuitively, I can walk through their, their home and pretty much see the color of the furniture and, you know, really the colors start to come out is what it is. And then the space. So for me in my business, I didn't really realize I was doing that. I I didn't realize that that's what I was doing when I was designing a home. When the client was, I didn't realize that I was intuitively picking up on their energy and then their space without living in the space. Now I do understand that. Yeah, that's a pretty, that's a cool
0: one. That's even cool to me. (laughs) It is. It makes so much sense with what you actually do professionally and have built. I love how First of all I want to
1: just say it's so inspirational to hear you speaking your truth with such relaxed conviction like I can just continue you. and and as you know a work working person a working mom I can see how like there's one part of your brain going oh my gosh I'm really saying this out loud right, <laughs> <laughs> right? but you're doing it with just such Complete. It looks like a lot of ease in in your truth, which is just so amazing. But I just also love what you said about how you get to a certain place in your life. And I think so many of the women that we're talking to lately are so similar. They get to this place in their lives where it's like, "Eh, I I know who I am. I really think this gift is pretty freaking cool. And I can help other people with it. And by the way, bring in the talents that I've been working on throughout my whole life. And so, you know, I think for most shows, cool. me too, but wow. I want people to be able to say, okay, can I be some kind of, you know, an intuitive and an interior designer? They were like, but you're, it, this is just such a beautiful example of, of how you can pull all these tools together and, and utilize them yeah. in a special Thank way. You.
2: <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> the way you just put that was so beautiful. Thank you. It's so true. It's so true. And you do. You have such confidence, too, about it. When talking about this, I do, because it just feels right. It
0: just feels natural to me. This It's true to who we are. are. It's true right. to your... To your soul. I mean, you're speaking, I think you're speaking from your soul. Yes. That's the truth. And how do you, I know you've mentioned your kids. How has your family reacted to all of this? And then how do you incorporate that into your silly life?
2: So surprisingly enough, I think because of the, t- the timing of COVID and the shutdown, they're all home and everything. They've actually been, including my husband, which I didn't. I was a little nervous. They've all been very receptive and understanding. Sometimes they think I'm a little crazy. I mean, I'm meditating all over the house. But what I think is the most important thing. For, I have kids in middle school and elementary, and I just think they're watching. They're watching everything we do, and I think that they're watching me live my truth. And I think that's probably the best part of this whole thing I'm not forcing meditation on them I'm not forcing anything I you know I do talk about it a lot but I feel they're happier I, I like I, even my mom said the other day she's like you you guys seem so happy the kids are like thriving and she said I think it's because of, of you and your experience and your awakening and it's trickling down to everybody and the core of it is my spirituality it's it all stems from there and then everything's sorta of seems to make sense after
0: that. I know that Karen's going to be receiving a reading from you in a few, but I just have to say I was grateful and I uh, so appreciative that I had a reading with you a few weeks ago. And one of the things that I just want to share with people is that my grandmother came through in our reading and she was someone that I was very close with growing up. She passed away when I was around 15 and she's basically never shown up. I mean, she's stopped by and and I've had many readings, right? With different intuitives. And one person in the very beginning that I spoke to was said, your grandmothers, I had to ask about her and they're like, she's stopping by, but she's on a much higher frequency that I don't really access. And you, that was, she ended up being one of the main people or you know, entities that came through in my reading. It takes a lot these days to really floor me. It really has stayed with me. It has floored me. I feel much more supported and loved. And I, I needed that as my the early part of me. Misses her and missed her. She was such a mentor in my life. And so here I, you know, 15, I'm 45 now. So to have that gift of knowing she sees me. Thank you so much. Welcome. I'm so happy. Wow. Wow. Well, and that's that's tremendous, you know, and that's it's so different. And again, I, I now, you know, I'm not I haven't been doing this forever, but it's been years. And it's I can't believe that this was the first time that I was able to connect with her. And and her messages were so strong and they were for me and they were for my sister. It was really powerful. So thank you. Wow, and that makes me
2: so happy to hear that's the reason why I followed this path. And I try to open up my readings from my heart. And when I call in your guides, I, I really try to come from here. And what comes out of that is just, you know, love and and what you need to hear for your, for you. So I'm glad you told me that thing. Cause I actually don't remember a lot of the reading. Like I,
0: I remember the key points, but
2: I'm, I, but thank you for reminding me because that, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. And I think people should understand that. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you are really, cha- you're in a more of a channeling state. And when you're in that state, you're the vehicle. And so you don't walk away remembering. No,
2: right, exactly. But if you bring it up, then it registers a little bit. Well,
1: look, looks like you look at yourself probably like a door, right? You can open that door so that whoever needs to be there can come through. And and what I'm loving about you is with the angels and the ascended masters, because I think very often you go and you do want to connect with a loved one, somebody who's passed, but you can forget that there's a whole crowd that's that's assigned to you and your soul and and kind of being your guides as you go through your life's purpose. That's
2: so true. Because at the beginning, I was so set on connecting with their deceased loved ones during my readings because I felt like that's what people want. That's... And now I'm just kind of like, I'm going to just honor whatever comes through because it's, there's so much more than just that. And I, and that might not be exactly what they want to hear all the time, but that's what, you know, there's, there's right. There's
0: so much more to it. There's a whole team. Just before we do get going, we brought up Ascended Masters a couple of times and like, what's your feeling about what an ascended master is and where does that fall in line with like angels or the galactic federation where do ascended masters fall in spirit guides that kind of thing
2: so for me it, it, the hierarchy like kind of goes like deceased loved ones angels levels of angels ascended masters above that for me ascended masters that i've connected with are, are jesus and then mother mary i've connected with kind of that those are the two that i've connected with the ascended master realm i definitely like buddha's come up a bit But it's more than the, for whatever reason, Mother Mary, Christ, that whole area. And then the Galactic Federation for me is... Different. It's not necessarily a part of the like hierarchy of light beings. I think they're extraterrestrial beings. <laughs> it sounds so silly to talk about. For me, what they are is they are in a frequency that only when I sit down and I meditate that I can tap into. They're not like, I, I don't, I've never like seen an alien or a spaceship, but like it's this frequency. So for me, what I believe in is one consciousness. So what I've come to understand is that we're all operating on a one consciousness frequency. My tool is to tap into that consciousness. And then I spread the light. So I'm I'm just spreading the light to everyone who will receive. So what they are doing is amplifying that. They're part of that one consciousness. So
1: that's right? their role then. It's yes. it to be here, like kind of looking at us and observing our behavior. They're here to help elevate that consciousness. Yes. Right. Yes. I love that's that. what I understand. Of it. I mean, I never thought of that, of an alien entity kind of that way. I always felt them as more observers maybe
0: of what we're doing. Me too.
2: Until recently, I now know that they're part of the shift.
0: They're part of the ascension process, for sure. One of the people we talk to often, this astrologer, Stevie, she has talked about how we're just shifting into this new age of Aquarius. I feel like there's a connection to that and what you're now getting.
2: I do believe that.
0: I do. I actually have watched that show on that yes. TV. Yeah. I mean, I think that to me, that makes sense yes. in what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we need help in order to- And they are helping
2: us. us. They are helping us. They're without a shadow of a doubt. They're helping us.
0: With all that we've had going on from like an perspective and, and especially in the United States, it's easy to have your frequency actually been be brought down by- divisiveness and so much uncertainty and fear really right so there's fear on so many different levels like whether it's the pandemic or from a political perspective and so to have the reassurance that there's something much bigger like we mm-hmm. need to be looking at the bigger picture and thinking from from a place of oneness it's yes the goal I think we're all that we all want to spread right is love and light.
1: And I think what Danny has had the opportunity to do and let's say COVID was the trigger is to go in so deeply and to really take that time to do that.
2: I'm so glad you said that. This is exactly how I felt Moving into this, like there, how there's no way I could have meditated for two hours before. There's no way I wouldn't be able to do this, but that it did give me the opportunity to slow down, go inward, and really reevaluate everything. And I, I've actually never been happier. I mean, and I, that's probably unpopular to say because I know a lot of people are suffering, and I, I feel like the slowdown for me has been everything I asked for, everything I wanted. This this is this is the life that I want to lead.
0: It's like we really, and I've said this the beginning, which is like, we were, we were given this time to reset. And I don't, it's like not just individually, it's collectively. Right. And I know there's a lot of people, listen, there are a lot of people suffering and that to me makes my heart hurt. Right. But at the same time, I think that we are being given this time to, as a collective to look and say, do we need to be doing this and that, and how do we all slow down somewhat doesn't mean that we want any businesses to go away or people not be not be here anymore but I just feel like I hope that we can take this time and really rethink as we go forward what is necessary because I think we were all living on autopilot with so many distractions and not actually being present with ourselves or our loved ones or you know our community that's where we need to actually take the lesson overall, instead of resisting, I think there's so much resistance to it, wanting to just go back to normal. I think people have, my opinion is we will never go back to normal. And I was
2: we- just going to say that. I I am I, so sick of hearing, Let's. I can't wait till it goes back to normal. I don't want it to go back to normal. <laughs> I don't want it to go back to the way it was. We were living on autopilot. We, I, I mean, at least I was. I wasn't, I, and I don't, I truly 100% don't think that we will ever go back words. I think we've gone upwards and the things are shifting. And it's been rocky and uncomfortable. And in fact, I, we even had a crazy health situation. I mean, not even get to tell you. My husband was rushed to the emergency room and a bowel obstruction, almost died in the hospital. I know it was. Oh awful. my goodness. I know. And because of COVID, I wasn't able to visit him at all. Not one person. So even going through all that and he's out of it, you know, thank God, you know, and I put, I, because of what I've learned through my experience recently, I prayed to every, you know, every angel I knew, every God I knew, and I had this trust. I just knew that he was going to be okay. Even going through that, at the end of, you know, this 2020, I still believe that we're going in the right direction. I still believe that that there was a reason for that. I just trust. I just trust in what's going to happen.
1: Well, and this is a time, too, that I think almost forces us to go within because of the fear right and i think that this the fear factor in itself gives at least gives us that opportunity to really take that time to to try to differentiate like what what is real for me what's not what is my truth what isn't what do i have to really be afraid of how can i simplify my life so that it's not so complicated and, and i think robin's 100 right i don't think we're going to go back to be being the same I think it's such an opportunity to not go back to the same, right? Mm-hmm. And and to really, and at least for those of us who are looking for how do we be the light? How do we take our lives to that next level where we really understand what we're here to do? This is really such a great time for us to be able to really trust that. And you're such a good example of going the distance because so many, I think, are are really thinking about it, are treading there, but it's still very, it's just, this is still a scary place to think about angels and aliens <laughs> and all, even just our own souls. Like that, that's a word that scares people. So right. every example that we can give of different paths to finding it, everybody's got their own, but they I love how you followed yours. And
2: the- well, I have to tell you during this whole awakening, I watched your show and it was, I forget who was on it. It was those girls. They had three people on, I think. It was an astrologer. It was a set of yes. three different people, yes. yes. Yeah, believe. Yes. And that was a turning, you. your mission, I believe, is to help people who are seeking, you know, open up and find their path. And that definitely helped me along my, I, I just kept watching it over and over again. <laughs> There's
0: people out there that, you know, are going through this too. So it was really helpful. So thank you. Thank you. So glad.
1: So glad that's the intention.
0: It is. Well, and talking about intention, actually, I remember when we spoke a few weeks ago intention is everything to you. And so, Can you talk about that? Because I think it's actually a really good way to leading into doing the reading for Karen. Yes.
2: And in fact, that's a key point that Lisa taught me um, about the power of intention. So when I was first tapping in, I was getting things from like everywhere and everything. And it was very uncomfortable because it was like a lot, a lot. I was like a a lighthouse and I was attracting every single possible thing. (laughs) And it was just too much. And I didn't know that I had the power. I had the power of intention to create boundaries, first of all, and to create what I wanted. So for me, how I operate is it's all the power of intention. So when I sit down and I meditate or I sit down and do a reading, I set the intention for what, the, which way I want to go. I, I completely set the intention and then I stick with it. And I actually do that in my regular life as well. My boundary setting and my power of intention. And that has got that has probably been the number one key point that I've learned in the past 10 months about how to live, live a better life. Just the power of intention is huge, huge for me.
0: And everybody can do that, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be talking to angels. Or, or an it's a tool. We all can it's strength. use. It's a
2: very big strength. Intention setting for me is it's a daily practice. So
0: what we should be teaching our kids. It's actually course. a really good reminder. Like I actually, I'm going to talk about that with my daughter later.
2: Mm-hmm. Me too. Because
0: you know, it's, it's not, and it's not like... Freaky or whatever, you know. Well, it reminds them how much power they have. Yes. For them, it's like you can protect your energy, your time, like what feels good. It's like bringing it down to their level.
1: Any, any, I always like to ask at the end because we love to follow our own little thread, but
2: yeah. I think I can I mean I the sole purpose of my mission here on this planet right now is to help people and to heal people. Like I said, with the light and spread the light, but I really want I really want to empower other people like me who are we're just, you know, seekers maybe, but didn't really understand how they fit into it. And Anybody can. Do, anybody who wants to do, that. <laughs> not necessarily, you know, if they, not everybody wants to be a medium or talk to angels, but there is, like, there's a path for everybody. There's so, there's more to this life than meets the eye. I'm really grateful for my experience because I'm not living in fear anymore. I'm not living in a place of trying to be like everybody else. And I know everyone's living in a bunch of fear right now, but I, there is more to this. There's more to what meets the eye, and you can, you too, can tap in and figure it out. And I really strongly believe, and I know people say this, but it starts with meditation. It is the answer, the key to to really everything.
0: It's that simple. Well, I think that the people who are listening or watching us today, they are open enough because they're listening or watching, right? And so they may not know exactly where to go, but I think what you said in starting meditation, and when we talk about meditation, it can be five minutes, it can be 10 minutes. There are so many, there's so many free apps and so many free meditations that are guided that can help you. And you can just go into it with, just do that and then see what comes. Should we do the reading? Watch or listen to Danny's reading for Karen in part two of this episode. You can find out more about Danny at dannymarie23.com. That's D-A-N-I-M-A-R-I-E 23.com. And you can follow her on Instagram at Danny Love. Thank you.